0: She's looking so fine, always taking care of her community, bringing folks together is a cup of tea. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smile and heart. It's About Town deb
1: And welcome to this week's episode of City Talk with About Town Dev Sienna. Hello. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. But before we go deep into our amazing... um conversation we're going to be a little bit more on the serious side but we're still going to be smiling with an open heart and remember that no matter what every day we need to try to put up put on on a smile and um with about 10 depth we want to cover all topics not just my fun ones all of them but with, to even have about Town Dub out there, we want to thank, thank PhoenixMedia.us. Christian, thank you for always being the man behind the curtain. And thank goodness he could do it remotely because I just ha- we just need to sit back and he does all of his magic as we're watching. And we also want to thank our sponsors, um, Surratt Law Practice, Kim. And we are actually in Kim's office and it says Family mm-hmm. Matters. And that's a good topic for today because family is so important. So we want to thank Surrat Law Practice. We want to thank Kirk Allure with Gratis Gives Processing. We want to thank Rail City, our brand in Sparks, Nevada, brand new sponsor, and Wild River Grill. We're very honored to have such a variety of sponsors that really care about our community and help us get the word out about what we're doing around town. And Music, Dee Dee James. I love my theme song. Eventually there's gonna be he did write a whole song. So thank you, Dee Dee James. Caliber hair and makeup. And now we always say a little bit about what happened. So Sienna, did we have like a little opening event we had last week that you were at taking photos? We did at Noel Pie. It was fun. It was fun. And Sienna is an amazing sales girl, just gotta tell you. She was selling wine. Well, she wasn't selling wine, she was enticing people to our wine so that was really great and we want to thank noble pie uh, parlor and the summit and um this oh, oh and sierra foods market just around the corner across from the atlantis close to where we are we can get, now get my wine there so i'm really excited about that um and we went to el dorado wine country Gladly, george and i we stayed with sherry fitzpatrick or bed and berries had a great time and um Sherry's son Logan, proposed to his in <laughs> front of the whole family. It was her birthday, so it was great. Anyway, I'm gonna let Dina introduce our guest because this is her show today. Okay. Hello everybody. Um today we have two
2: amazing mothers Um Uh, We have Jennifer Sarmento and we have Nancy Ponte. Um, We will be talking about two very important topics that aren't um, talked about enough. We'll be talking about sudden cardiac arrest and we will be talking about the importance of being an organ donor. Um, So some of you may not know exactly what sudden cardiac arrest is. But Jen will definitely be getting into that. But a simple definition, um, it's when there's a sudden, unexpected loss of heart function and breathing and consciousness. And the usual cause of sudden cardiac arrest is an abnormal heart rhythm. So Jen will be talking about that and talking about all the amazing things that she has done and sharing her story. And we will also be with Nancy Ponte um, talking about the importance of being in organ donor. So if you can introduce yourself, Nancy, and give a little bit of background before we get started.
3: I'm Nancy Ponte, and um, I'm a mom of two children. Um, I'm now a volunteer for Donor Network West, um, and that uh, really keeps me busy. Um, It hasn't been because of COVID, but um, we're getting back to getting out in the community and sharing the importance about organ and tissue donation.
2: Awesome. Thank you. And I just wanted to say thank you both for being on today's show. Um, I think it's really important to cover these two topics because um, they're not often talked about and they are very serious. Um, on a couple of shows ago, Deb asked me my favorite non-profit, nonprofit, and I immediately thought of the Kyle J. Taylor <laughs> Foundation. And I thought that we should. Just do a whole show on it just to raise awareness to everyone who's listening to the community and everybody who encounters the city talk um and i also want to mention um i think it was really cool uh jen mentioned to me earlier nancy that uh, you volunteer at the same organization that handles kyle's organ
4: donations nice. Yeah, right. yeah. My son was an organ donor for them.
3: Yeah.
4: How um, amazing! That.
3: That's why we're here together, I guess.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought that was very special, and I wanted to mention that. Yes. Um, Thank you for sharing. Um, so, yeah. if each of you can share one fun fact about yourselves, um, that way we can get started into the next segment. It could be about anything. Just a fun fact. <laughs>
3: I love that's the outdoors. Oh,
1: okay. So let's, let's have Angela go first.
3: Well, I love the outdoors. I love the ocean. Um, anytime I can be near the water, it just makes me happy. Um, uh, yeah. I love it. Yes, that's all. it.
1: That's good. That's
4: okay. good. Jennifer? Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know. I can't think of one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like the outdoors as well. Um, yeah. I just... Um, yeah, I'm very family oriented, obviously, from what I'm doing with my foundation. But yeah, anything outside, I love to do. Um, I feel very lucky I get to live in a place where the sun is shining and it's super warm all the time. So I, I'm definitely the same way as Nancy. I liked outside.
1: Yes. Okay, well, you know what? Now that we've talked about the outside and the temperature's heating (laughs) up and the summer's around the corner, we are going to take our first break. And we're honored again to be here with both you amazing women and moms that are going to share your stories with us. And um, if you are listening, we'd love you to chime in. Like if you have a story you would like us to cover, please be sure to chime in um, at About Town Deb. So we're going to take a break. It's City Talk with About Town Deb and Sienna. Be right back. Thank you.
0: out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart it's about town deb my town your town or any town this is about town deb presents city talk now back to the show
1: and welcome back to city talk i am about town deb your host debbie mccarthy with Sienna. <laughs> amazing so um we are honored Honored, honored and proud and grateful to have two amazing women on our show today to talk about two important topics that are so important. So I'm going to hand the show right back over to Sienna and um, she's going to ask, she's going to get started. So, so take on over.
2: So we will be starting um, with Jennifer Sarmento. I'm so excited to have Jen on the show. She has always been very near and dear to my heart and with the rest of the family, Um And I'm just excited for her to talk about the dedication that she puts into the foundation and the dedication that she has as a mother. It is very inspiring and I hope to be like you one day. But I want to start off by having you explain your story and what exactly um, inspired you to start the Kyle J. Taylor Foundation.
4: Sure. So first of all, thank you for having me. You almost got me crying before I even started talking, Sienna. So, um, <laughs> um, so uh, again, thank you for having me on. Um, so, my son Kyle uh, was 18 in February of 2018 and uh, was a college freshman at the time, healthy, active um, young man, and didn't have any known issues at the time. And February 22nd, he went to a friend's house came home from school, went to a friend's house, said, Mom, I'm gonna go play some video games. I'll be back tomorrow. We're just gonna hang out for the night. And um, later that night, um, from what his friends have told me, he got up from where they were playing, left the room, and they realized that about 20 minutes had gone past and Kyle hadn't returned, and they found him collapsed in the house. And so I got the worst phone call a parent can ever get, that my child was found unconscious and not breathing and was being rushed to the hospital. Um, So when we got there, they got Kyle situated in ICU. He's unconscious, um, but was breathing. And when we got there, that's the first time I heard sudden cardiac arrest, which I thought couldn't be right because he was 18. He was healthy. He was active. He was an athlete. How could sudden cardiac arrest happen to an 18 year old? Um, We found out that Kyle had a slightly enlarged heart at the time and that's what caused his cardiac arrest. Um, and then, um, two days later, uh, we were told that he would not survive because of the, um, he'd been down too long before CPR or an AED was used on him and that, um, his brain had, um, had, um, gone too long without any of the oxygen. And so he was not going to survive. So two days later on February 24th, um, one month before his 19th birthday, Kyle passed away. Um, so The reason we started the foundation is kind of twofold for me. Um, Being in the hospital, uh, the thought of my son's physical life ending was hard enough, but letting, thinking that it was going to end outside of that hospital, for me, I couldn't let that happen. And so I wanted to do something to honor Kyle uh, so people could see what an amazing person he is. He had the zest for life, um, was always active doing things, and I wanted people to hear his story. I didn't know at the time what that meant when we were at the hospital. I just knew, I remember telling my husband, this isn't the end of Kyle's story. It may be the end of it physically, but not his story. I, As his mom, I got, I have to let people know about him. Um, and it wasn't until I started reading about sudden cardiac arrest, because I had never heard of it. I didn't know anybody that had lost a young person to cardiac arrest. Didn't know that was a possibility. And it wasn't until I started reading up and seeing actually how common it is Um, I knew that that was my purpose in this foundation, is to talk about it, to get the word out about Kyle, but also share other people's stories. This isn't just happening to my son. This happens in our community way more often than people realize, and it's happening all over our country. Just to give you guys a couple of quick statistics just on how common it is, one in 300 youth have an undiagnosed heart condition that puts them at risk for cardiac arrest. It's the number one cause of death of student athletes. It's the number one cause of death on school campuses. And we lose 7,000 youth every year in this country. So that comes out to about 20 kids a day we lose in this country. And it's we actually lose more kids to sudden cardiac arrest than all the pediatric cancers combined because those cancers have a higher success mm-hmm. or a, a survival rate than sudden cardiac arrest. It's about 10%. And it's been like that for about three decades. So what we do is we go out and we talk about it, obviously like what we're doing today, sharing Kyle's story and, and about cardiac arrest. We also provide free heart screenings in our community. Um, And I can talk a little bit more about that, um, of why we do heart screenings, why there's an importance of that. We also provide um, AEDs into the community, into sports programs, high schools, middle schools, youth sports programs, and also provide um, AED and CPR training. So that's kind of like our three main areas for our foundation. And Sienna has a shirt on and I have our Be Kind. So the Be Kind to Your Heart is our, kind of our heart program um, with our foundation. And so one of the words that was used for Kyle at the time is that he was so kind. And mm-hmm. so we just changed the spelling of it to K-Y-N-D and it's be kind to your heart. So that's, um, we just tell everybody a kind heart is a healthy heart. So that's our mission is mm-hmm. to get out there and, and share what we know about cardiac arrested youth. So.
2: Thank you, Jen, for sharing your story. Yeah. Um, everyone admires your hard work and dedication more than you know um and everything that you put into the foundation and how successful and how it continues to improve i love watching it um the next question was how have you been able to impact the community i know you kind of um, started explaining that by the heart screenings that you hold um but can you share a specific story Uh, you don't have to name names but of who you've helped and what
4: exactly you do to raise awareness. If you could go into details. Sure. So a couple stories come to mind. So there's a young man in our community where we live, um, that heard Kyle's story and had had been having some chest pains, tightness, um, went to the doctors, um, and spoke up about it and because of Kyle and, uh, the doctors decided to do, um, an uh, electrocardiogram and an echo on his heart. And they found that he had a hole in his heart that he actually was born with and had never been detected before in all the years that he goes to his annual physicals or pre-participation physicals that you have to take in high school. And so that's one of them, that one's very dear to our heart because he got his heart fixed because of- um, What you do? What we, yeah, what we do just by sharing Kyle's story and that this is happening to young people all over the country. Um, and then another one is um, at our heart screenings, we also do a CPR de- um, demonstration for people to learn CPR. It's surprising how many people don't know CPR. So we really tried to get that out. Um, and so uh, a young uh, mom brought her daughter to our screening and the mom jumped in to learn a CPR demonstration. And she was a couple months later at a, a family event out of town and was sitting at the hotel bar and a man collapsed. And she actually had to do CPR on mm-hmm. him um, and knew what to do, knew the steps, knew to look for an AED, knew to call, you know, for a 911 and, and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, and she said, if I hadn't gone through the demonstration, I wouldn't have known what to do. Um, so just those couple really, I mean, we've had a couple of, uh, our last screening, we had a young man that his doctors kept telling him, you, you just, it's just anxiety, um, stress. And so after the EKG was done, they actually detected something that was actually on his EKG. So, just trying to help that, you know, those kinds of things happen. Um, you know, those are the kind of the ones that specifically stand out to me.
2: Thank you. Um, and one, how many, uh, high schools have you done heart screenings for?
4: So we've done, um, because of the pandemic, unfortunately, we had to shut down and not do as many. Um, we've done, um, one, we did, um, We've done two so far, we're doing a third one in August and we're gonna do another one probably in October. Um, But of the ones that we have already done, we've already detected a few children that have issues that the parents never knew um, why they had a heart issue. So, um, and that's happening, and I can talk about that really quickly of why that's happening is because um, our current physicals that our children go through miss about 85% of the issues that cause cardiac arrest in youth because the issues cannot be heard on a stethoscope. They have to be seen through an EKG or an echocardiogram. So, um, and um, a stethoscope is 200 year old technology that has not changed in 200 years. And so it can only hear like if you have a heart murmur, but if you have a physical or a a structural or electrical issue, it can't be heard. You'll still have a very regular heartbeat. So it's not detected. So what we do is we bring in EKGs and echoes and we bring in um, um, medical trained staff to do these EKGs on kids free of charge for the community. So we screen about two to 300 kids in an event on a Saturday.
2: That is amazing. <laughs> um, and one last question before the segment ends, um, how come we don't hear more about sudden cardiac arrest? Um,
4: well, I think because like, for example, for Kyle, we didn't know his was, you know, we knew it was a heart thing, but we didn't know what caused it. I think because we aren't screening our kids as often people just assume that if they're healthy, that they couldn't have a heart issue, right? If my kid's healthy, they're fine. Um, and so, and a lot of them happen um, to kids in their sleep. And so it takes a while to figure out that it was actually their heart. Um, you only hear about the ones that are maybe on a, uh, uh you know, on a field, on a basketball court. Um, mm-hmm. an NBA player just retired this week because of a heart issue that he has, that he was detected years ago and he just retired. So, um, it's just not. Unfortunately, it's just not talked about, and I and I don't know why um, why it's not talked about. But um, I think the more we talk about it, and the more people share our story or any other story, I think we get the awareness out there. But it's going to take a little while. But you know, I it's a little frustrating because I'm one of those moms that was very active, and I didn't I didn't know, I didn't know. I thought I was doing all the right things, and I I was missing something. So.
2: Oh, and it is important. That's why. I thought of you to do this show because I want to raise awareness to everyone who listens and everyone who does raise aware who does listen to this. I hope you raise awareness by telling sharing. people about this and sharing stories and making sure that you get your heart screened. And I will have um, something to share later
1: that Jen is offering and willing to do. Okay, and don't go away because we come back for a break. We are going to have Jen give her website and all that kind of stuff, and then we're going to switch over to Nancy. So it's about time. Thank you.
0: You know, that's what you said. Come on, let's have some fun with the Town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show.
3: And
1: welcome back to City Talk. I'm About Town Deb. Debbie McCarthy, your host. And again, we want to thank our amazing sponsors for all they do. And without them, we would not be able to talk to these two amazing women and hear their stories. And that's what it's about. It's important. And I also want to thank Kim Surratt for the use of her beautiful office at Surratt, Surratt Law Practice and Without Kim, we wouldn't have met Nancy, and we were saying on one of our breaks how we all are meant to be together. And my campaign is together with one heart, and that also means we have these wristbands, and it's important to me that we do remember number one to be kind. That's another one of my favorite words. So when Sienna wanted you, it was like perfect. I'm all about love and being kind, and we are together with one heart. And we also found out, and I'll let you guys, the both you women, share a little bit about. We didn't even realize you do have a question. So when it's uh, when it's time for the fourth break, or even up, Nancy, if you want to share, we can share about that. But Sienna, I'm going to turn the show back over to you, and I'll let you continue on. You're doing a great job.
2: Awesome. So now, Nancy, um, I would like you um, to share your story and what inspired you to um, become a volunteer at Donor Network West.
3: Well, thank you guys for having me today. Um, It is so important to um, get in the community and talk about organ and tissue donation and to, uh, you know, check that little box. So I'm happy to share my story with you about my daughter, Haley, and um, she's my inspiration as to why I am a donor. And um, so I'll tell you a little about about Haley. Haley was 19. Uh, She was a student at UNR. She was a biology and chemistry student. Um, She was on the dean's list for her first two years at UNR and um, with sights in someday to go to medical school. Haley had a big heart, and she um, was a very loving um, and passionate kid. And sometimes, you know, she did things that were like, hmm, why did you do that, hey? But because of that big heart she had, she'd take everybody in. In January of 2015, I received a call um, about 10.30 at night from my son. And my daughter and son lived together um, up by the University of Nevada. And he called me and he said, Mom, Haley's had an asthma attack. Well, I had silenced my phone that night, the first time I'd ever silenced my phone. And so um, I got a call from my son, and he said, Mom, Haley's had an asthma attack. And I never really thought anything of it because she's always had a moderate case of asthma. And so um, I said, okay, um, I'm on my way. And so um, I was on my way to her boyfriend's and um, sister's house. And um, on the way there, he calls me, and he says, Mom, this is not looking good. Um, the ambulance came. They transported her. Um, she coded. The kids did CPR on her, got her to the hospital, and um, brought her back. Um, she was on life support for two and a half days. Um, she had never had anything so severe like this because, as I said, she always had um, asthma, but it was always controlled with her inhaler. So this really took us by surprise. So when I got to the hospital, you know, I still didn't think it was this serious. Um, But when I got in there and I wasn't able to see her, I knew there was something really going on. And um, so Haley was on life support for two and a half days. And, um, you know, we had a really good one day that things were starting to look good. But unfortunately, January 27th of 2015, Haley was declared brain dead, and um, that was probably the hardest day of my life. I'll never, ever forget that, and you know, those things don't go away. They do not go away, and I don't care. People say time will heal. It doesn't heal. Um, So, after Haley had passed, um, Donor Network had approached us about donation, And with Haley's sight of going into the medical field, we just thought that that would be the right thing to do. And just because she was such a loving, caring young lady. So we said yes to donation for her. And little did we know Haley had already signed up at UNR. And we didn't know that. So that sure made it a little easier for us knowing that she had made that decision. Now we had made that decision. And donation is a huge process. And I don't wish that on anybody. Um, it's, it's very hard. I'm losing somebody, being in the hospital for an extra 48 hours, for them preparing your loved one for donation. It is, it's the hardest thing I've ever been through. Um, but I'm very proud of my daughter. She's my hero. Um, she's um, saved and healed three lives. Um, she gifted her kidneys and her liver, um, also tissue and her corneas. And I don't know if you guys are aware of the uh, Donate um, or the Rose Parade down in Pasadena, but in 2019, Haley was honored um, at the parade. She was one of 44 of the florographs on the um, Donate Life float. And uh, it was probably about four months before that, I received a letter in the mail. And the mail, uh, the letter in the mail was from a lady that lived in Riverside, California. And she received one of Haley's corneas. Mm. So we got to meet Janice at the Rose Parade. And, you know, it gives me chills just telling you guys about this because um, she's the only person that we've met. Um, She waited two years to send her letter. She had a disease called Fuchs disease. And um, she finally sent her letter. And let me tell you, when I opened up that letter, I could hardly talk. And when I met her... I didn't even say a word. We just hugged, and um, she now can see out of, so they refer to her right eye as Haley's eye when she goes to the doctor. Um, She's doing very well. Um, She has a picture um, at her house of Haley, and she just said, you know, if it wasn't for Haley, I wouldn't be uh, able to see my grandchild. So that, for me, is huge. And so, um, you know, Haley goes on, and helps, uh, she's helped several people. And so if I can just be out in the community um, sharing her story and um, touch one person, I think that that's a good thing to do.
2: Thank you, that truly is amazing, very touching story. Um, so another question is, um, in what ways do you get the community involved and more aware of becoming, or the importance of becoming an organ donor?
3: So with Donor Network, you know, they do a lot of tablings. Um, I've spoke up at the nursing program at UNR and um, the driver's ed classes. um, I get to go in and talk about my story about Haley and just, just telling him how important it is to check that box. And it's okay if you don't, Um, but Mm -hmm. if I can, if I can touch one person and, uh, Tell them, you know how how it's impacted my life, and I wasn't a donor until my daughter became a donor, and I'm very proud of that. And um, I will continue to be out in the community and share the importance of whatever I can do. Um, so, I, like I said, I'm very happy to be here today, and I hope this will inspire people to um, to become a donor.
2: Thank you. And um, how can you register to be an organ and eye and tissue donor?
3: Uh, you can go to DonorNetworkWest.org and you just go on their website and there's a thing that clicks up, comes right up and you can click on it. And you just put your information in there. Um, some people like to, uh, uh, you know, maybe they just want to do their eyes or their skin. So you can, you can put those different things on there. Okay. which I didn't really know that until I've been out in the community, you know, but um, there's one hundred and ten thousand people on the waiting list waiting for transplants. So that's a lot of people.
2: So that is. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for sharing your story. Um, um, What can we what would you advise individuals to do um, to raise awareness about becoming an organ donor and realizing the importance of it?
3: Um, I think it's an individual person, um, you know, because there are people that I have spoke to in the community, whether they say they're too old or, um, they're not going to want my organs, you know, there, there was a 95 year old that gave his organs. And so that's, that's huge. I mean, you would think that you wouldn't be able to, but I just think even just the literature reading up on it a little bit. And, um, as I said, um, It's really important because when Haley didn't discuss with us about, and our family never really discussed about donation, I just think it's really important that families, if you become that donor, you check that box to talk to your families. It just makes things a little bit easier going through that process.
2: And to know you can save people's lives out
3: there. I think that's very important. Um, you 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 can save eight lives, you know. Did you say eight? Yes. Wow. Plus with your organs. <laughs>
1: wow. Thank you for sharing. Um, do you have? Um, I am actually speechless for one of the first times. Um, I'm actually I am a organ donor, um, and maybe we get to have. I'm hoping that we get to have Kim join us for a few moments. It looks like she's come on over here, Kim. If you don't mind, pop in real quick, because <laughs> we were saying thanks to Kim. Without Kim, we wouldn't have had um, the connection um, with Nancy. So there's Kim there. Hello. Sorry. I'm not close enough. There you go. Uh, (laughs) We want to thank Kim. Um, When we do come back from break, Kim is going to join us for question and answer and I would love you to whoever wants to share it with Kim the connection you guys realize you two have together I think that's really important Kim's gonna it's gonna warm Kim's heart so um we're gonna take another quick break it's our final break we come back we're gonna do a little bit of a question and answer you guys could ask each other questions as well. And again, thank you, Kim, for um, the hospitality of having us um, do the show here at your her office. So mm-hmm. it's about it's awesome. it's an amazing job with hosting today. Sienna.
0: Ready to help from her toes to her head just give her a shout call about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town. This is About Town Dev Presents City Talk. Now back to the show.
1: And welcome back to the fourth and final segment of City Talk. I'm About Town Dev, your host, and we have Sienna is our main host for today. And Kim Surratt just joined us. We're so Late happy. As usual. No, you know what? When you know when you're a rock star family attorney and you're doing lobbying and everything else, your days were quite filled. But she um, graciously said, hey, I'd love you to use, um, you could use my conference room, right? Would this be the conference room? That's it. So we are happy to be here. And um, thank you again, Kim, for the introduction to Nancy. Um, without you connecting, and that's where it's about. Together we're one heart, as I say. So before we continue on, I would let, who would like to between Jen and Nancy? We just realized that you guys have a connection, um, and that's why it made today even more special. Who would like to share?
4: Uh, I don't mind to share. Okay. So um, when I was reading up on this show, I noticed Nancy was a volunteer at Donor Network West. Um, My son, Kyle, was also a donor and it was handled through Donor Network West. Um, So um, as Nancy was sharing earlier, it's a it's a pretty difficult process to go through. But that organization handles it amazingly. Um, And so my son, Kyle, actually saved four people. We donated his lungs, his kidneys, his pancreas and his liver. Um, And so for me. I know that he's out having more life adventures, um, and we've been lucky enough. We've been in contact with two of the four. Um, we've actually met one in person, and I'm friends with the other one on Facebook. And I, I see his family. Um, that it was his mother that got Kyle's liver. She's a great grandmother, so I joke that now my son's a great grandfather. Um, but so, um, that was our connection. And and it, and I've actually wanted to actually volunteer a little bit at. Donor Network West, just with everything else on my plate. I haven't had the opportunity to do it, but it's a wonderful organization. Mm.
5: Well, I'm sure Nancy can help you pull that off. But.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, we can. It, it, we're always looking for volunteers. Yeah, not, that'd be
5: great. We, you know, we always say it's a small world, but it is so phenomenally true. It's so insanely true. I mean, Nancy and I, you know, she, she had contact. She knew my boyfriend long before I did, and uh <laughs> Dawn who works for me, (laughs) her daughter, knew Nancy's daughter very well. And I mean, this just, it goes all the way around in circles, but that's awesome. Good
3: news.
2: So um, one important question that I do think is very important to ask because not a lot of individuals would be able to do what you guys do. Um, I want to ask, how were you able to convert your grief and what you went through and turn it into something so positive, like creating a foundation or becoming a volunteer and wanting to get yourself out there and helping others around the community to make sure that that doesn't happen to them.
3: want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. I'll go. (laughs) Um, You know, for me, um, I really needed to find something um, because I was not in a good place. Um, I have an older son as well, um, but I needed to find something that I could do to have a purpose and to understand what happened to Haley, because it was such a sudden thing. So I turned to Donor Network West, and um, I believe I've been volunteering for five years. It'll be six years in January. Haley's been gone. And, um, you know, those people are incredible. they It's like a family, and it. It really has helped me come out of my shell. And I think I have grown in these um, six years losing Haley. Um, I get to get out in the community and talk about her. Um, And you're right, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. And some days are harder than others. Even it's been six years, it's still a very touchy thing for me. Um, But I know Haley's always with me. I know she's here with all of us today and um, it just, uh, it's, it's just important that um, you find something that will help you. And for me, for my grief, and my husband will tell you that this has really helped me a tremendous amount. And he saw within, you know, I would say maybe after two years with Haley that I found my place and that's where I needed to be. And being a volunteer and hearing other family stories, meeting the recipients and understanding more about donation, um, it's been good for me. So um, I will continue to do what I can for our community and just get out there and spread the word.
4: Thank you. And Jen? Yeah, I think kind of what Nancy said, for me, I needed to find some purpose in my grief. Um, And as I said earlier, you know, I didn't want Kyle's life to end. It was ending physically, but I didn't want his energy to to end. Um, And, you know, being a mom, We all have our energy that we put towards our kids. And so I had to have some place to put that, my Kyle energy as I call it. Um, And so you know, I needed, and, and knowing what I know now about sudden cardiac arrest in youth, I couldn't fathom letting another parent go through that, knowing what I know now, because I didn't know anything. And so that provides me a purpose. I mean, I knew my son was always gonna do amazing things in his life, I just didn't know that it would have to be him passing to continue doing amazing things in this world. And so that's my mission is just to continue getting him out there and sharing his story and other stories. Um, and it definitely helps. I mean, like Nancy said, there are hard days. There's some days after an event I just collapse and cry because I wish I didn't have to do this, but it, but I, I don't feel like I have to, I just feel this push for me to do it and I need to do it but I wish I I didn't have to sometimes. So, um, but it does definitely help me with my grief, knowing that just sharing our story or having a screening where I could save one family from possibly going through this um, motivates me every single day.
2: Thank you. And I know both Kyle and Haley are looking down and are so thankful to have you two as their mothers. Um, another question. Um, uh, what's your favorite part? I mean, I'm sure there's countless, um, but what is your guys' favorite part of doing what you do?
3: Uh, I just like uh, getting out there and, Oh, sorry, Jen. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I just like getting out and being in the community and, um, just talking to people. You know, what I've found is, is people don't want to ask you. They don't, you know, they don't know what to say. So when I do do these things, these tablings or, or whatever it may be, um, I always say, you can ask me any question you want. I want to talk to you about Haley. And that's what helps me each and every day. Um, so I, I'll just keep being out in the community. And as Jen said, it is hard, you know, and it's um, it's draining, you know, because you're, you're always talking about that story, that bad part. That happened in your life, but there's a lot of good that has come out of a bad situation. So,
4: yeah, absolutely, absolutely, I, believe, I agree with you on that, Nancy. I would say for me, being out in the community as well, and just having people come up and thanking us for what we're doing, and you know, especially the people that find out that their child has an issue, and because of what we're doing, they're you know following up and going to the doctors to you know make sure that their <laughs> child's okay. Um, And get talking about Kyle, even though it would drive him absolutely insane because he did not like being the center of attention, Um, telling his story and talking about him, um, you know, it it, that I enjoy doing that um, as well. Um, And like Nancy said, too, it's hard. It's and people think, oh, well, I don't want to bring it up because I don't want to remind them, but it doesn't ever leave us. It's always there. You don't like forget that you lost your child. So it's. You know it gives us an opportunity gives me an opportunity and my husband and my daughter to talk about him and and share his story so i would say that's probably my favorite part
5: thank you um
2: do you have any questions because we're
5: oh, you know I'm, i you know i know what the grief's like from a different angle not not a, losing a child but my best friend and but the, you know the education that comes from that like nancy you post all the time about haley and I I have really bad asthma and I was very neglectful of it often and very lackadaisical about it often and uh, every post you do, I think twice about it now and I'm much more careful about it. And the spider I call it a spider web effect, which is you might think you're talking just about organ donation, but what you're really doing is reminding people and the spider web effect of that little bit of information that goes out in the branches, of how far it goes are extreme, and you're both doing amazing things that help a lot of people beyond just what you're doing, because the spider web effect's huge and well worth it, and very inspirational.
2: Yeah, you two are very very inspiring, Jen. You always have inspired me, but both <laughs> of you are very inspiring and kind-hearted people, and I want to thank you both for being on today's show. And one more thing that I do want to mention. Um, If anyone is wanting more information about sudden cardiac arrest or wanting heart screenings, um, you can reach out to Jennifer Sarmento via Facebook or email. You can reach out to us and we'll give you her information. And um, she is willing to do heart screenings and willing to travel to different places. If it's wanting in in Reno or another location, she is willing to do that. I think that is absolutely amazing, but I do want to say a huge thank you to Jennifer and Nancy uh, for sharing their stories and just being the people you are and for doing what you do. Um, You two genuinely are both strong individuals and make this world a better place. And thank you uh, for caring so much about others and being able to do what you do.
1: thank you thank you you both again and kim thank you and sienna i am so proud of you for doing an amazing job today she's going to accomplish great things and i think i'm going to let her take over the show again so we will see you next week um next week jazzy george and i will be in mexico so i don't know where you're going to see us on the beach in the pool i don't know it's going to be fun but we will see you next week it's about town deb um